Here's one you might know. <clears throat> there once was a man from Peru who dreamed he was eating his shoe. He awoke with a fright in the middle of the night to find that his dream had come true. That is Well, that's not very interesting. Noah Beaver. Hello, testing. Check one, two, three, four. Caleb Stevenson. Because this virus essentially was invented. Abs and a six pack. Yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like might be a man. I don't know. Uh, smoking weed, drinking vodka. Would a bad set of boobs on a nice girl be fine, or would a bad set of butt on a nice girl be fine? I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. What the fuck's going on? I had a friend once who told me that the worst mistake that you can make is to think that you are alive. When really you're asleep in life's waiting room. The trick is to combine your waking rational abilities with the infinite possibilities of your dreams. Because if you can do that, you can do anything. Did you ever have a job that you hated, worked really hard at? A long, hard day of work, finally you get to go home, get in bed, close your eyes, and immediately you wake up and realize that the whole day at work had been a dream. bad enough that you sell your waking life for for minimum wage but now they get your dreams for free is abs in a six pack it's a party i don't know man it's i was banging party. seven gram rocks we're finishing them because that's how i roll i have one speed i have one gear go we're banging seven gram rocks here we're joined by bowl after bowl with sir spencer and dame delorean thanks guys for being here thank you Absolutely. for bearing with the technical problems it's all good, man. The audio <laughs> issues, we know them well. Yeah, and I know... It's uh, part of the process. It's always something. It is. I broke my whole website yesterday because I had to op <laughs> update WordPress core, and it broke everything. But I finally figured it out. By your website, do you mean bowlafterbowl.com? That's right. I do mean bowlafterbowl.com. Bowlafterbowl.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sleek looking that's a sleek looking production you guys have going on <laughs> also really I, I feel like over the last couple of weeks you've done a better job of cataloging 33 and all the news stories you guys have than even no agenda has like you guys have been on the ball we try to keep an eye on it now ever since our episode 33 yeah, yeah it just comes up way too often to ignore <laughs> it's kind of Lorian's beat now yeah, yeah. no I've, I was uh been flabbergasted by how how on the ball you guys have been with that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well, thank you. So, uh, I've been having like fucking crazy weird dreams lately, and that's why I decided to make the topic for this episode: dreams. I've been trying to lucid dream again, which I'm not as good at as I used to be, like three or four years ago. Interesting. Like, Let's talk about dreams. Yeah, I, I love dreams. Yeah, I've. I mean, I don't. I was going to tell a couple stories of recent dreams I had, and while I was pulling clips, good clips for um, 
like dream science, which by the way, there's not really anything good. It's all pretty boring. But I saw this professor talking about like explaining why like no one, everyone finds your dreams boring and everybody else's dreams are boring to everyone else. So I was like, oh, well, that kind of derailed my whole plan to like everybody have different dream stories told, but we're, I, we could still do it. <laughs> Man, I kind of like dream stories. I mean, it just yeah, depends same. on uh, who's doing the telling and listening, I guess. But, right. you know, epic dreams are going to be epic no matter who it is. Sure. Well, I got, I got a, I got decently. And Morian has her uh, dream dictionary at the ready. Yes, I Ooh. have a book called The Ultimate Dictionary of Dream Language. And so you just look up symbols or animals or whatever pops up in your dream. You can look it up in there and it'll give you some idea what it might mean. <laughs> oh, so it's like, a, who was it in the Bible? Like Daniel that like interpreted dreams for Pharaoh or whatever. It's like that type of a thing. It's like a, like a mystical dream interpreter book. Yeah. Yep. It's a bit like that. That's pretty cool. I'm not, like I said, I'm not near as good as I used to be. But I did, I've been like becoming aware of my dreams now where it's like, I'm not back to where I can fully control it yet. But I had a dream the other night where I was like, I, I realized cause I have like, you know, the, the trick where you, if you uh, get in the habit of walking through a door and then making sure you turn around and make sure the door is still there, mm. you get in the habit of doing that. And then once you do it in a dream, like you realize, oh, I'm dreaming. So that happened to me the other night interesting <laughs> but then like and then i was in a lucid dream for a little bit but then i realized like or i didn't realize it till i woke up but i um somehow for i like started believing i it was real again like when i used to lucid dream it was like okay now i can control everything you know you could do cool stuff like um just make like mountains appear with your hands or like just create shit or you know like have three chicks blow you at the same time whatever you want to do right and then, and then uh like now I'm at the point of lucid dreaming where I'm, I'm noobish at it, where it's like, I'll, I'll realize I'm dreaming and I'll either wake up or realize I'm dreaming for a short period of time. And then I'll forget that I'm dreaming. And now I'm back in the chaos. It's huh. pretty, hmm. it's pretty weird. I don't know. Have you guys ever gotten into the lucid dreaming thing? Yeah, I've done. I was hoping you'd talk about lucid dreaming because I've hit a few different layers, I guess you could say there's sort of, one level where you'll realize in a dream, not necessarily that you're dreaming, but that you can do something you normally can't do, like either fly or breathe underwater, or the two most common I have. And and those dreams, I'll like realize I can do that, and that's only what I realize. I don't realize it's a dream or anything else. I, f I feel like there's certain dream tells where... I don't know what it is, but you'll you'll notice something. That door one I've never heard before, but it's brilliant. You know, turn around and look at the door behind you. Is it still there? Um, there's a few things you can recognize to where you're like, oh, I see, it's a dream. But every time I hit that moment, typically, if I let on that I understand that in the dream, then the dream will dissolve around me. It'll like fall apart, and I'll wake up, like. Yeah, I haven't really got to a point where I can like stay asleep and start manipulating the environment uh, because I realize it's a dream. Yeah, that's that's what the problem I'm having right now. It's either I'll like I'll forget that I'm dreaming, and then like go back into like 
the dream and not being lucid or I'll just wake up as soon as I'm like super aware of it. There, there was like back when I was really good at lucid dreaming, it was honestly like, I don't know, I don't know how experienced you guys are with like uh, psychedelics or anything, but you know how the people talk like you're not supposed to look in the mirror. Well, I've not heard that when you're tripping. Well, like, of course, everybody does it. You know, it's like you see Certainly, your face. Yeah, <laughs> so you you're, see your face turn from like angel, demon, elf, or you see your like self turn really old and your hair turn gray if you're tripping. But like, True. it's like ten times crazier on a, when you look at when you see reflection in a lucid dream. That's like the most oh, terrifying yeah. dreams I've had because you know you're dreaming, the but dream it's still stuff is like yeah, it's crazy. It, it it's like the psychedelic thing but with even less limitations yeah so it yeah exactly it's if that even is you know what i mean it seems impossible but at the same time with a dream there are because you're like you, there's no sensory input to be interpreted it's all just a dream yeah i don't know uh i don't know if this is gonna make sense but there is like there's a there's like a heaviness and almost a spiritual aspect to tripping and lucid dreaming or even certain non-lucid dreams seem like they have that like spiritual weight to them. So like that's the only like sure. lucid dreams have always been like fine for me unless I either come in contact with something or see my reflection. But other than that, it's always in a lucid dream, like do it whatever you want. But you mentioned flying. I've never tried the breathing underwater thing, but I know for like, even when I'm yeah. lucid flying is so hard. It's like, I, there's only like two ways I've been able to fly. One is like, I can kind of take off at a run and then like dive forward, almost like you're diving off like some starting blocks into a pool. Mm -hmm. And then like, if I dive forward and like do a dip, then it'll just like come up into the air and then I can fly. And so I'm kind of flying forward like Superman a bit. Um, but the more common way is actually more of a float than a fly. Like I can just kick off of the floor and like move my way, move my arms around in the circle, almost like you're treading water really hard. And then I can <laughs> kind of lift off the floor from that. And that in, in those type of dreams, I'm usually like watching things from above while nobody's like, aware that I'm there or I'm getting like from one place to another in a straight line, like in a really quick way. Like I'll be in a dream walking around and be like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I can just do this. And then I'll like float, you know, way far away. <laughs> That's like way different than mine. Mine's quick like and efficiently. I jump. I like jump up in the air and I can fly for a little bit or I'll jump and go just way too high. But then I like will fall back down. It's basically like I can jump as high as like a skyscraper level height into the air and see the city below me. But I always fall back down. Usually not worried though, because I land on the ground and I'm fine, but I can never like maintain flight. Yeah. I always wonder if those two flight abilities are like just associated with how much swimming I've done in my life. So I grew up on competitive swim teams. So like, both of those ways of movement translate basically to how you can move in the water. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, that makes sense too. Cause you were talking about breathing underwater. Both yeah. Those. That's another thing. Like I'll be swimming around and it'll all be underwater, but I'll open my eyes and then I'll just like, it's just always a realization of like, just do it slow. And like, I'll just breathe slowly through my nose and I can feel like 
the cold water coming up my nose and in my lungs, but it's like it works still. And I can like breathe in and out. It's really weird. Like a gungan. But none of those in in none of those scenarios, the flying and the breathing underwater, do I like understand I'm dreaming. I just understand it's just like, oh yeah, remember you can do this. No one else can, but you can. It's kind of oh, one of those weird. things. Like I don't I don't have a realization I'm in a dream. The only time I really this is, I'm gonna tell you my best dream I've ever had which was just kind of silly and it's funny because dreams that they crumble and you can't really retain a lot of them and i don't really keep journals very well i jot some of the good ones down but usually if i do that i lose it but anyway this one it was winter break after my freshman year at college and i was in like my old bed at home staying with my parents for winter break and i had like through college gotten accustomed of like putting my iTunes on shuffle and then going to sleep. And so I was dreaming that I was like at the dorms, but then the dorms were connected to this hotel and you know, like buildings can kind of meld together and you walk to the other side of one and you're all of a sudden in a different one. Right. So that kind of thing was going on in the dream. And I was already kind of like, this is weird. You know, I, was, I already had some ideas of like, this isn't the regular dorm. And then, I walked out and I was in the uh, mall, like outside this Hallmark store in the mall, and it kind of clicked in me. And then like REM was playing uh, in the mall. Um, Losing My Religion was playing. And so I was like, wait a second. I'm just dreaming right now. And, and it was like the scenario was I was just at the mall, like being drug along on a shopping trip that it wasn't shopping for myself. You know, it was like a family shopping trip. So I was already like, didn't really want to be there, and I was just kind of wandering around aimlessly waiting to for them to be done shopping. And so then when I realized it was a dream, I just, like, started, like, flipping tables and, like, throwing the stuff in the, like, air gleefully. And these, like, security guards all ran up to me and tried to chase me, and I just, like, laughed and, like, ran out of the place. And uh, then ended up waking up in my bed laughing, and that was the song that was playing was... Uh, losing my religion right when it gets to that point right. that was just a dream just a dream like that's how i woke up Trippy, and I was just like, it's right. one of those t- where you just like grab your forehead and go what the fuck yeah dude I, this is kind of r- related to that i used to when i was a kid i used to have dreams that i got pushed off the top of a building jesus like i was running and it was like a recurring dream i would be running from something and like I get to the top of the building and something like shadowy figure would push me off the top of the building and I would fall for what felt like minutes, like five, 10 minutes. I'm just falling and falling and falling. And as soon as I like hit the ground, I would wake up and I had rolled off the bed and hit the ground in my bedroom. <laughs> so it's like, oh, damn. it's just so weird how like time, just like with a trip, time works so differently in your subconscious like in the dream world because like i was probably falling like that dream probably like seemingly that like at least the falling part of the dream for sure didn't start until i fell off the bed and in that half second it felt like minutes of falling in the dream yeah um i got a got a waking life clip on lucid dreaming because i watched this again the other day and they have the same um it was similar to the doorway one that I learned about 
but the light switch method is kind of similar. You can use that too. Hey man, what are you doing here? I fancy myself the social lubricator of the dream world, helping people become lucid a little easier. You know, cut out all that fear and anxiety stuff and just rock and roll. By becoming lucid, you mean just knowing that you're dreaming, right? Yeah, and then you can control it. They're more realistic and less bizarre than non-lucid dreams. You know, I just woke from a dream. Uh, it wasn't like a typical dream. It seemed more like I'd walked into an alternate universe or something. Yep, it's real. I mean, technically, it's a phenomenon of sleep, but you can have so much damn fun in your dreams. <laughs> and of course, everyone knows fun rules. But the trick is, you gotta realize that you're dreaming in the first place. You gotta be able to recognize it. You gotta be able to ask yourself, hey man, is this a dream? See, most people never ask themselves that when they're awake or especially when they're asleep. Seems like everyone's sleepwalking through their waking state or wake walking through their dreams. Either way, they're not gonna get much out of it. The thing that snapped me into realizing I was dreaming was uh, it's my digital clock. I, I couldn't really read it. It's like the, uh, the circuitry was all screwed up or something. Yeah, that's real common. And small printed material is pretty tough too. Very unstable. Another good tip off is trying to adjust light levels. You can't really do that. If you see a light switch nearby, turn it on and off and see if it works. That's one of the few things you can't do in a lucid dream. What the hell, I can fly around, have an interesting conversation with Albert Schweitzer. I can explore all these new dimensions of reality. And not to mention, I can have any kind of sex I want, which is way cool. So yeah. I can't adjust light levels, so what? But that's like one of the things that you do to test if you're dreaming or not, right? Yeah, like I said, you can totally train yourself to recognize it. I mean, just hit a light switch every now and then. If the lights are on and you can't turn them off, then most likely you're dreaming. And then you can get down to business. And believe me, it's unlimited. No limits. That's good advice. That's good advice. Yeah, uh, may it's, I ask what that it's clip interesting. Is from? To, oh yes, this is Lorian. Oh, okay. To me. Nice. <laughs> we have several Lorian Coom sounds on the board. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of suspicious of that, but I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Does the female awesome. form make you uncomfortable, Mister Lebowski? <laughs> Oh, this board. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the Big Lebowski in a hot minute. I need to rewatch that. That's probably the movie I've seen the most times of any movie. Yeah, you were talking about like falling and then actually being falling, and those are some of my favorite dreams. Are and that REM one had an element of that, where like something in the waking world is like directly affecting your dream. Yeah, bleeding. This in. wild. Uh, this wild ass one of like walking through the woods, getting caught up in all these spider webs, and like, like the harder I fought through it, the more webs were just on me and on me. And then when I woke up, it was like all tangled in, in the sheet that I was like sleeping in. <laughs> and that was what was going on. I just couldn't get comfortable because it was like I couldn't move. <laughs> I was like, I bound myself up somehow. But Jesus, it was like a panic dream, man. Yeah. I I don't know how much you guys buy into like astral things or metaphysical shit, but the one that I have not been able to explain to myself that I had was like, I was trying to stop. It was probably around the time when I was a kid and I was watching like 24 or some bullshit show like that. And I was trying to stop this bomb plot. And I was like, there's this, I knew nobody would believe me. This guy was going to set off a bomb in my town. <laughs> I was living in Kingston at the time. 
this and I'm like just like it felt like days long the stream and I was trying to stop this dude from blowing it up and as soon as he blew it up like I was like really catching up to him and like he sets off the bomb and it wasn't like a you know your typical like Arab terrorist it was like some weird bald white creepy looking old guy or something and uh as soon as he sets the bomb off and it blows, like I immediately snap out of bed, wake up, and like there's this huge like lightning strike, thunderclap right next to the house, like. Oh. And so it's like, how did I? That was the that's the only dream I've had where it's like, how did that work? Like, did their dream really just start? I mean, it's coincidence, you could say, but I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's almost like, uh, I don't know if, if you can like shift in time in your dreaming state. Cause it seems like when you're waking up, you're always coming back to wherever now was or is or sh- is supposed to be. And that's why maybe like the last thing you remember when waking is something either like three seconds. Sometimes it's like something that just happened in the dream world. Or in the waking world, excuse me. But sometimes yeah. it's like something that's just about to happen, like three or four or five seconds into the future, and you wake up and then you get that. And maybe you're just like swinging by that moment in time on the way back to wake up. Yeah, that makes, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it, really. Hopefully I'll get, I'm, I'm hoping with the progress I've made in the last month that I'll get better at lucid dreaming again. But... Um, I think yeah that would be cool it was uh, it's something that I've just like found myself in sometimes but I've never really like directly pursued it have you ever gotten you said you'd never gotten to the point where you can like literally shape reality around you not really I mean I think that I've had some times like that like specifically where I could uh, put whatever in the sky visually I wanted to see things like that but definitely not as like a oh we can do anything type of thing you know what i mean i found myself in little pockets where i could control certain things but i it's hard to remember those times and i also think that my attitude during them is the same as the breathing or flying thing where it's like i don't realize it's dream world i just like discover this ability to do something really awesome and then I kind of like goof around with it for a while you ever yeah, die in that seems dream? the most typical dude I die in dreams all the time I have dreams where I die and I like am in the afterlife or I'll have dreams where I wake up and then I'm still dreaming and then I'll wake up again and it's still a dream oh. those are the creepy ones I don't I'm usually not sure I'm not that afterlife. upset when I die because it's like, not happened to me a lot of times. No, I, it's never been like the worst thing ever or anything or painful. But once I was uh, my freshman year of college in the dorms, I had this fucking dream where I was like a World War II soldier. Hmm. And it was like outside of some castle or something. And uh, it's like I got shot, but everyone else around me got wiped out. And so I was just kind of laying there. uh pretending to be dead and then like these German officers came over and like kicked me and then shot me in the back of the head because <laughs> they realized I was alive and then everything what if it like, wasn't turned... a dream and it was like a time travel 
looking That's to the thing. I'm not sure, man. Alternate like, universe. what if it was just a imprint of time and space? <laughs> I'm not. I don't know, man. It's always like weirded me out, though, because I never had a dream like that before or since. That's a one-off. I have dreams a lot where I'll be running from an object or to an object and you just fucking like your legs are going like straight up and coming straight back down in the same spot they left. And you're like, what the fuck? You're trying to like stride out and run <laughs> and get distance in your steps and you're just going absolutely fucking nowhere. Dude, that's yeah, just it's like you're on a treadmill. I've had dreams like that. Oh my God. That is so exhausting to me Dude, more that- mentally than like physically, but still physically too. I've had dreams where I've gotten shot, stabbed, beaten up. That shit never scares me nearly as much as the dreams where something horrible is happening and you try to talk or scream and no no noise comes out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah those, are those are so scary. Or the ones where you can't move, like you're just frozen in place. You Like no matter how hard you try, you can't move your arms or legs. Yeah. It's like inverse sleep paralysis, which I've only had sleep paralysis twice uh, maybe i I can't tell if one was a dream but i know for a fact one was like real sleep paralysis when your your brain wakes up and you can see around the room but your part of your brain that controls your body is still asleep so you can't move at all that shit's freaky yeah that sounds scary we had a roommate that experienced that but i've never had sleep paralysis yeah i've never had it either so far it's, right yeah. yeah knock on wood because that shit sucks like so like everybody like that's when they say like you see like um like shadow people or demons or aliens at the end of your bed is when your sleep uh-huh. paralysis nothing like that happened to me i just couldn't i just couldn't move but i could like i was aware that i was awake like laying in my bed that was uh oh god that was like six seven years ago probably now but what like what would you call that like a reverse dream? Or I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds unpleasant to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Caleb, you still here, bud? Oh, he's gone. What about you, Delorean? What about what what's like the craziest dream you've had or something recent? Well, one just came to my mind. It was maybe two or three years ago. And Oh, I was at a campsite. It was thundering and lightning. Something bad was going on. People were disappearing. And I was like, okay, I just have to like get out of the camp, get out of the woods, you know, but beyond the camp is like this never ending woods. And I experienced all the stuff like the mute scream, the running on a treadmill, not being able to get anywhere. And um, then I saw like this shadow figure emerge, clearly a woman, like real close to me. And my heart was just racing. And then like, bam, I woke up and there was like wicked loud thunder out. Just like the stories you guys had just told. And I was like, oh, thank goodness that was a dream. Look down at the end of the bed, shadow woman. Bam, thunder and lightning. I wake up. This time I'm just sweating in my bed, but I'm actually awake. That I've never had a dream like that before. One of those like Inception style dreams where you wake up, but you're still dreaming and then you wake up again. That was the worst. That was my most unpleasant dream, I think. <laughs> That's crazy. Too stressful. <laughs> I don't like the shadow people, but I think they're real. 
at least on some level of reality. I definitely think so. <clears throat> I had I've, a, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I had a weird waking <laughs> moment with a shadow person. Ooh, and it's like tell. the most intense fear I've ever felt in my life. And it only lasted maybe a second or two. But I was home alone with my dogs and we were sitting in the bedroom and my dog got real stiff and I just got like frozen in place. And it was just like right on the wall, man in like a hat, like distinct shadow hat outline and then gone just a split second thing. And I was so scared though. I can't even describe how scared I was. Like it was insane. I remember texting Spence. I was like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I am legitimately frightened. I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> so what's that all about? And then you start looking into it, you know, and you start finding some like crazy stuff. Like, oh no. Government dimensional travelers. And oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I, what's uh, going on? I've known several people. Well, I guess several might be, I probably four or five people that have all independently of me, of each other told me stories about shadow people. And all of them work different third shift jobs, like graveyard shift. And so they didn't get, they had horrible sleep schedules. A lot of them were taking speed to stay awake at work. And they all told me stories about like seeing like black shadow figures, like in corners of rooms or following them around and they would whisper and they were hearing voices. And uh, they all had similar descriptions and it all involved sleep deprivation, staying up hmm. way too long, which is kind of like a, nightmare on elm street type thing but it's scientific it's like if you stay awake for too long you start uh your your uh, brain has to dream to survive or whatever or it has to that dmt drip or whatever you call it so you have to um your brain will just start putting you in that dream like the dream space and your waking life space will kind of meld together if you haven't slept in say four or five days but uh Thanks. pretty yeah I love sleep, but four or five days sounds <laughs> that's, extreme. That's extreme, in my opinion. I've had, sure. I've met people who've told me they've done that. And I'm just like whew. three days is my well, limit, and that was the, the longest one time I've do. done. Is like a was like a little over forty or something. It's like a forty-four mm. hour stretch. Yeah, I did. I think well, my record's like sixty, seventy days. hours. Whew. That shit was crazy. I was already. I was like, my whole body felt like it was vibrating. Like throughout, like oh. literally, like, and then I was I was hearing things, and I was like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, um, we did kind of an all nighter last night, so just you talking about it's kind of making my <laughs> face feel wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, even on a normal day, like when I get tired, and especially it seems like around like three thirty in the morning. Like if I may, if I get to three thirty in the morning, my vision gets real weird, and I feel like. It's sort of, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It just feels sort of like back when you're like really young in your bedroom alone, looking at the shadows too hard and like, or like looking at the like stucco ceiling until it moves. Like my vision gets kind of blurry and I start to like f see things peripherally, I guess. Yeah, it does seem a bit woozy, doesn't it? <laughs> like two nights ago. Spence and I were sitting next to each other, and out of my peripheral, I swore he was Snoop Dogg. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I was like, I need to go to bed. I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you, uh, Spencer, you said something earlier about the uh, the dream you had where you're in the mall and you started flipping tables over. Yeah. And once you realized it was a dream. And that made me think, like, it's almost like how, um, like, schizophrenics, like, like or, or, like, somebody with, like, um, like, the wires get co- crossed in your brain and you don't think it's mm-hmm. real, so you're acting like it's not. I feel like. Uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty... Cause like like God well that was the you, reaction like, too. You, it wasn't like I was angry and crashing into stuff. It was like more of a gleeful like. Yeah, I know. I've met people like that that are just like that in everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does it remind me that butters? Where they convince butters it's a video game virtual reality. <laughs> it's just like oh my god, my dad's bombs feels real in my fist. That's good shit. Yeah, like, I actually did manage to jot down one dream note. Ooh. And it's a fairly recent one, because I had this dream last November. But it was too ridiculous to not write down. We were in Columbia at our old place uh, on the Mizzou campus. Me and Lorian and a couple of buddies, and we were on something wild. I'm not really sure, but it was clear that we were on something. And uh, one of my buddies disappeared, in a crowd early on, just after a vehicle uh, rolled in on a cloud. I'm guessing he went with, I'm guessing he went with or was called up by whatever his grandfather saw during his military service. Oh, yeah. So this guy is like a, his grand, his grandpa saw something uh, and always like believed in aliens because of like just one experience he had in the military that he like wouldn't specifically talk about, but he would just like, just say, all I'm saying is aliens are real. Um, anyway, so I guess I assume he went with (laughs) whatever his grandfather found in the service. Lorian woke me up, which made it tough to return. Oh, Uh, sorry. Tried to return with intent to save Mike and I immediately fell back into a dream. So I was having this like intense dream, woke up and I always find it really tough to get back into dreams. I usually can't do that, but this time it worked. Not sure how long passed until we were back on the campus. Dragons descended from all over. They said everyone worth saving should be taken to the Northland. It had already been discussed or known somehow that North was safer, but the official announcement spoken over some sort of loudspeaker system used the phrase Northland specifically. As the dragons began to descend from the clouds, I realized I was on open ground and seriously lacked cover. Then one came down over me and I was the nearest meat popsicle to it. I was basically dragon food. As it flew directly over me, I could see it would briefly flicker into human form before returning into a dragon, and the human part of it looked more confused and terrified than me. So it took me that instant to understand what to do, and I saw myself as the dragon. I imagine I was able to like shove the flicker person out of the dragon in order to become the dragon, and then I became the dragon and just started devouring um, everyone around. Nobody knew I was... Nobody I knew was devoured, but it also was not easy to perceive much as the dragon. Later, but not much later, I had realized I'd had discovered how to be a dragoneer. <laughs> <laughs> the realization wait, wait, saved a me dragon, from being a dragoneer or like an, a, a, a dragon's ear, like an like an ear. No, like a dragon like ear like with a capital D. Okay, like it sounds like a fantastically <laughs> goofy '90s show. Yes. The uh, the realization had saved me from being eaten. Basically, anyone can be a dragoneer even on accident, but the dragons have to be piloted by human souls, and the pilot's basically the human with the strongest spiritual will. 
the flickering I saw was somebody piloting the dragon who had no idea what was going on. So that dragon was easy for me to take over. I don't know how all the blanks got filled in so seamlessly, but I basically learned all of these things in real time as they happened. Last thing I remember, I was unrelated, but I was walking into some dusty old saloon hall church combo with my folks. Uh, I was half naked and my dad was handing me a shirt to put on. I woke up as I was stepping into some sort of restroom or dressing room to put on the shirt. Dreams, dude, they're weird. So I was like a dragoneer and it was like super action fantasy world. <laughs> where I was literally like about to get eaten by a dragon and then I realized that I could like soul jump into it and control it instead of being eaten. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and then I just <laughs> flew around fucking shit up as this big dragon. Dragoneer style. <laughs> Did it was the? I guess it's probably since it's a dream, it's hard to. It's a memory of a memory of it. But did it feel like you were a dragon, or did you feel like yourself? Like, did your emotional state change? Or your felt, physical feeling change? I felt like I was inside a dragon, controlling it. Like I was still me in human form, but it was like it was like real fuzzy. You know what I mean? Because the yeah. dragon. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like, it's like if you're, if you have headphones on with this music blasting and like, you're still you in there, but all the music blasting in is the dragon. It isn't you. And it's like overwhelming you. And like, you're more dragon than you, but you still understand the separation there and you don't like, I was never fooled into thinking I was the dragon. It was always this like thing I was piloting, but yeah, it was also hard to be in control of it 100% what with this dragon bloodlust <laughs> what we know now that we have a problem I don't know um I don't know what that is Oh, by the way, I don't think they like being called fags anymore. I think nowadays they prefer homos. That's bull. <laughs> Classic Christopher Walken. Pulled some walking <laughs> clips last night. I was like, get some good walking. Nice. Fuck okay, the cops. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck the cops. <laughs> <laughs> this dream language book for dragon says and you know take this with a grain of salt of course but it says the dream's a powerful symbol and is a promise that you will grasp the goals you are pursuing you will be in a very victorious cycle for the next three weeks the deities are with you hmm do you remember what the next three weeks after that dream were like <laughs> well it would have been like last winter because this was written on the last day of november last year so it would have been the first three weeks of december is that when you broke your ankle no that was oh. that was so how were the first three weeks okay, of december anything I don't good even remember i don't even remember <laughs> thank you for your courage. that was in the that was in the before times <laughs> the before four. Oh, I was eating jalapenos during the break <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some crazy ass drugs, but I won't do that. Why not? Why not, Adam? I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. <laughs> done a blunt? <laughs> uh, dude, when's, when's he going back on Rogan? They're going to be next know. door neighbors soon. So it's 
Gotta be soon. Mm. Well, he needs a have some soul. pride in yourself. Have some faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord, and don't tell these scum-sucking motherfuckers nothing. Then to say I was fucking guys, I'm fucking fan. hammered. <laughs> Is that when he was talking about eating the leaves? Whatever that was. I think so. I know I'm evil, well, but I try to be good, and I hope God forgives me. Um, it's not racist. It's a fact. <laughs> you son of a piece of garbage. I hate you. It is on, folks. You. It, <laughs> it's on. I have it is on, folks. It is on. It is on. This this is one of the best Alex Jones is when he he's mad and he takes a phone call. Hey, Alex, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, of course I can hear you. I just wait to tell you. Yeah, uh, so first off... I Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> um I have a bunch more dream clips, but most of them are like not okay, so I guess we I guess we can go through some more. We kind of like really unless we kind of just blasted through lucid dreams, but Yeah. I got um what happens oh, yeah. when you go to sleep high if you want some anti weed propaganda. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you Does your dog tell you how disappointed they are in you? <laughs> yeah. I wish you wouldn't get high. There's a there was a sleep expert who had a lot of great things to say. I can't remember his name. He was on Joe Rogan, and he he was pretty cool, except for when he said like, "You don't actually get good sleep or really sleep at all if you fall asleep stoned." And I was like, I "Feel amazing when I wake up in the morning." Yeah, he said the same thing about alcohol, but. This is a. You shouldn't uh, be working for CNN. <laughs> uh, I don't have a good. Do you have any other like, kind of, lucid dreaming tips? So from what I know, it's like, you want to sleep healthily in the first place. You want to also try to like keep journals. Yeah, so that you're better at remembering remembering your dreams. Even that dragon ear dream, like I just remember dragon ears and this big ass yellow dragon that I was flying around, and it was like, by the way, kind of almost part mechanical, part spiritual, part like flesh dragon. It like, was like steampunk shit. It was weird. Yeah, kind of steampunk, cyborgy, more like dragon. Power Rangers type shit. Huh? You know, like um, some weird. I, Japanese I, animatronic never, flesh. Even when I was good at um, doing the dream or uh, lucid dreaming, I never did a dream journal. I just like was spending my days thinking about it a lot and thinking yeah. about it before I fell asleep. I know like the dream journal is like one of the top recommended things. One thing I tried that didn't work for me. I don't have the discipline to keep a fucking journal. I've never been good at it. I have so many yeah, journals keep a that journal have two for entries anything. in them. I barely even write lyrics down for songs I'm making in on paper. Usually, it's like dream journal is just a step above that. I can't do that. Just but, another uh, thing to keep yeah. track of. <laughs> but uh, one th one tip for lucid dreaming that like the first thing I tried that didn't work for me, but a lot of people apparently it works for. You hold when you're laying on your back in bed going to sleep, and it, I don't see how it would work if you weren't laying on your back really. But you hold your arm up in the air, like straight above your head. Fully okay. extended, and you just hold it there until you fall asleep. And basically, 
as soon as you start dozing off, you're gonna wake up and because you're gonna your arm's gonna start falling down, so it wakes you up until <sighs> basically you do that enough times to where you are falling asleep, but you're still aware that you're going to sleep. So you uh, you that way I your see. dream your dream starts with you already what? knowing it's a dream. Which I have I done that um, allegedly with mushrooms. That's the only time I've done that. Where you you you, I was like super self aware while I was falling asleep. Yeah, and I have been drinking a little bit too. So <clears throat> since I was drunk, yeah. I was ache like because normally you can't fall asleep when you're tripping. But I um I was laying in bed and I was like ultra aware of just my like inner thought process and like how my brain was working, and it came with like a super crazy body high as I was experiencing it, but I was like aware of the transition between being awake and then like going through this crazy because when your eyes are closed you're already seeing like you know the geometric patterns and all this stuff but I was aware of the process between being awake and then going into a dream and I lose a dream that way knowing that like okay started from the start I knew it was a dream that was pretty cool that only happened once (laughs) I've had some weird aware of entering sleep moments but i never step right into a dream but mostly that's when i fall asleep reading because when you fall asleep reading you're like it's almost like the hand thing where you're like oh fuck i'm falling asleep but then when your eyes fall shut you're still like moving them and you're still like seeing words in front of you and reading, but then like the words stop making any fucking sense because your brain's just making them up. Oh, that's weird. At least that's what that's what I've experienced. And so that'll be like before I even fall asleep, it'll be like kind of like waking dream type thing where I'm so tired that my eyes are shut, but then I'm like, my brain has tricked itself into like, seeing the page and so you're still reading and then i realize like oh shit my eyes are closed and then i open my eyes and try to keep reading but then when i eventually fall asleep doing that silly dance it just goes to black and there's not really like an immediate dream sometimes i dream after that and sometimes i do not well the theory though right is you always do dream you just don't remember yeah when i used to smoke like a lot I know I didn't remember my dreams at all. I probably went like almost a year without having a dream that I really remembered. And I think it's just mm-hmm. because I was sleeping so good. So mm-hmm. like the only dreams I remember are ones that I wake up during. Like if I don't wake up during it, I'm assuming I didn't remember it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how it is with mine too. The, the easier it is to remember a dream is like the Closer to like the climax of the dream, you can wake up even. Well, I got a in my experience. Like that's yeah, that, definitely the that dragon ears sense. thing. Like every time you say that, I'm thinking of a dragon's ears, like that he would hear out of. <laughs> <laughs> I got some uh, really useless clips that we can try out. Um, scientists talking about nightmares. I got a neuroscientist Where talking. Where did it come from? <laughs> Where did it come from? Where did this water? come from Alex Jones has been using the that soundbite about the where the hell did this water come from for his water filtration system oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so nightmares mm. I got a neuroscientist talking about inception which is all these like 
actually quote unquote dream experts really disappointed me yesterday when I was watching a bunch of stuff about it. Oh, here's a dream. Here's yeah. a here's a type of dream we haven't talked about yet. How to stop wet dreams. Wet dreams are a normal, healthy part of adolescence. <laughs> However, if your wet dreams are causing you embarrassment, there are some things you can do to help stop them. <laughs> the uh, I don't know what's better about this YouTube video because I didn't even I didn't even have to look up wet dreams. I was just looking up dreams and dream science on YouTube, and this was one of the results. I was like, oh great. I don't know what's better, the comments, which were ridiculous. The whole comment <laughs> section for this thing was just off the rails. I bet it was like parents like saying like I feel really bad. I haven't. Worked up the courage to tell my kid why he keeps waking up a wet <laughs> Or it was like, or like people being like, like grown ass adults. Uh, it inspired a song, actually. I'll put it at the end. I made a song about wet dreams because of it. But, um, <laughs> so I don't know if it was the so good. Oh, yeah. Real nice. I don't know if it was the comment section that made me laugh more or the visual aspect of this video because it has all these graphics like that look like, you know, like drawings from like a health class book. <laughs> and there's one with this little kid sitting there with his finger on his like chin just like he's thinking and this thought bubble above him that shows him laying in bed and then above him in bed is a diagram of an erect penis <laughs> <laughs> understanding wet dreams your body produces semen and seminal fluid whether you like it or not whether you're sexually active or not whether you masturbate regularly or not your body does this regardless of religious or cultural considerations. If you're not orgasming regularly, but still are becoming aroused, excess seminal fluid from the prostate can make your genitals sensitive and tender, which may make wet dreams more likely. You might sleep through a wet dream or you might wake up instantly. You may have an erection when you experience a wet dream, or you may not. According to statistics, more than 80% of men experience at least one wet dream in their lifetime. The frequency of these was 0.36 times per week. This means that men who reported having wet dreams had, on average, one wet dream every three weeks or so. One. Some men experience involuntary ejaculations in adolescence and then report that these wet dreams taper off into adulthood. Some men experience wet dreams regularly throughout their lives, regardless of frequent or infrequent sexual activity, while some men never experience them at all. Wet dreams are normal. However, excessive wet dreams may need to be addressed by a doctor. That's not how you open a can of pickles. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> uh, Good yeah. shit. I, w I must have spent a half hour reading the comments of that video because I was just so enthralled with what all these people were saying about it. Wet dreams. Well, yeah. I've had, like, sexual dreams, but I've never, I've never ejaculated in a dream. I mean, that was something oh, that happened okay. to me in like fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. That was about when I grew that. Yeah, I just like, anytime I'm having a sex dream, it just like gets to the sex part and then I wake up before the oh, before part. the good shit. Oh. Uh, that's, dude, that's the worst. I hate it when, have you, here's a question. Have either of you ever like woken up from a dream and then intentionally gone to sleep to continue the dream and it worked like successfully you continue the dream yeah yeah just the dragon ear dream was a dream like that okay yeah but it doesn't usually it's, work for me that's what i was gonna say usually i'm out of luck that i in fact like it may have worked before but like i can't i can't recall another time it's worked you know I, that, usually um, i'm just like no 
that's what was happening to me with the lucid dreams dude like i guess this was about a month ago because like i i was having the problem you were talking about where as soon as you become like aware that you're dreaming you wake up yep but i just kept going back to sleep and then like i would realize i was in a dream again and wake up and then i got to the point where it was like i was falling asleep but like just really focusing on the fact that I was about to be dreaming so that it would carry over and that worked. And that, and I was, uh, I was like walking around this huge, like mansion, this like a uh, super, like not like, you know, Eddie Murphy haunted mansion, but like just this classy, huge mansion that seemed endless. And I was able to like, just create things like, like a, like, Harry Potter, like Gandalf shit, where it was like, not with a wand, but with my hands, I was just like, and I was just like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I would just shoot liquid out and just create whatever I wanted. And then, hmm. and then I tried the flying thing and I just jumped and like crashed through the ceiling and was like flying way high and then started falling back down and then went and did that for a while. And then I just basically was like, wait, I could do whatever I want. And that's when I, just got like super laid by dream bitches. Nice. It's pretty cool. And then I, I, I woke up before uh, before it turned into a wet dream though. What's better, a wet dream or a lucid dream? I don't know. I'd guess lucid. Lucid's. I, I mean, I, I was lucid. never ups, upset like waking up before the like end end. As long as you get halfway there. Because Second base is good. Journey. Yeah. It's all about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> Once it's in, you just want to stay in. The coom part means it's over. Right. It's true. So either way, it's going to end, you know. Okay, coomer. You could wake up or you could coom. And if you woke up, you can coom anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> the I had a series of uh, different kind of dream tells after I had a really good buddy die in 2013. And for the last year of his life, he was like paralyzed from the waist down. So he had fallen from a fourth story window. And uh, so I'd start, I like saw him in my dreams a lot when he first, like the first year he died. And at first it was like, holy shit, you know, I knew you weren't dead. I knew you weren't, you know, I knew it was all conspiracy and everyone's lying to me and this shit. And I'd always like try to catch up with him and ask him like, yo, what the fuck's been going on? And like every time I would like acknowledge it, he'd like, you know, smile at me, but like somehow disappear. He'd like walk around a corner and be gone or like, you know, and then the dream would fade like every time I'd lose it. So I kind of learned over time when I'd see him, I still in dreams, like if I had a dream tonight and he was in it, my initial gut reaction would still I guarantee be fuck. I knew you weren't dead, you know? And like, I would like, that would be my first reaction, but I've learned to like have that reaction and then like, let it sit and not say anything and not acknowledge it. Cause if I can just shut the fuck up and not acknowledge that anything weird's going on, then at least like I can let him hang around, you know, I can like stand there with him basically. But even if like, I get an excited look in my eye. He'll be like, ah, and like start, like he'll have to go. Mm. Or like some, what, what became a tell between like just trying to talk to him versus like realizing it was a dream would be like 
you know, the last year of his life, he's wheelchair bound. And so he'd be like in a wheelchair or in a chair. And then he would like stand up and like walk toward you. And then you'd be like, oh yeah, shit, this is definitely a dream. But you wouldn't want to like say anything about it. You'd be like, oh shit. You know, internally it was just like, cheese it, man. Keep it cool. It's a dream. Don't let anybody know you know. That's interesting. So like if you. People know I know, then like they call the fucking. The dream police. They call the alert. The dream yeah, police. Isn't that a song? It's got to be. Yeah, dream police. Dude, I had a. Um, I have Chief a friend um, who oh, he's one of those friends that's like super smart, but also super into conspiracy theory, like like way more. I'm into conspiracy theories, but this guy is in deep and he probably has a right to be because he's told me stories that I'm sworn to secrecy on that are just crazy shit that I unfortunately can't repeat but it's like the crazy shit you've ever heard that's happened that shit that's happened to him he's got like a military family background intelligence family but uh mk ultra shit seems like but uh yeah yeah uh, like I, I i can give you like some of the less extreme examples like he's been pulled over with a gun and this is tennessee so you're not allowed to have weed but he's been pulled over with like an ounce of weed smoking a blunt and two handguns in the car and the cops like saw his ID and just let him go. And this has happened multiple times. Nice. And he has no idea why. Like, there's a anyway, I, shit like that's been freaking him out. But he he went on this insane. He he has these crazy theories about dreams, and he's on these forums where all these people think that like, well, it's basically like a. I wish I could. I was looking for it yesterday, and I couldn't find it. I have to hit him up. But there's this community of people online, kind of like Airwood, but for dreams, and they all have these same dreams independent of each other and have mapped out locations like physical locations. Like there's, um, like, uh, the death coasters, like close, close encounters kind of. Yeah. Kind of dream. And they're all like, yeah, like, a, like, a what's the Stephen King movie? Uh, or this book, the stand where they're all having the, the dream about the, the old lady in the cornfield. Mm hmm. It's it's kind of like that, but they have like maps out of like this warehouse where all these people are, or like this um, weird like hell realm where the, everything's made out of flesh. And it's what's creepy is like how apparently on the nose everybody's description of it is, and how many people like find this community and are like, oh, I thought I was the only one having these dreams. But his theory is kind of startling. It's his theory, and I don't subscribe to this, but it's a make a good book. Basically. Um, the controllers or the elites, whatever, have developed technology that's a able to not only access the uh, astral plane or the dream realm, but also like control and create spaces in it. Which has really, if that was true, would have really startling implications for <laughs> the afterlife or anything else they could control. Sure. But uh, his, I, I'm butchering it. I wish I, uh, I could explain it better, but he has. He he was a uh, he smoked like four blunts with me and just rattled off all this stuff and I was like at the time like freaking out I was like oh my god he's got all the answers man <laughs> yeah yep 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 this is serious Mr T hey there well hey there welcome to life noggin. Oh, there's a fog rolling in. Wait a minute. 
That's not fog. <laughs> I hate this guy. People have been using cannabis as a sleep aid for decades, mainly due to <laughs> the feeling decades. of relaxation and calm it's commonly associated with. Many believe that it can even help with sleep disorders. Studies evaluating the effect of cannabis on sleep go back to the 70s, but because marijuana use has been illegal in the United States since the 30s, research in this field has been largely restricted, and we are still lacking verifiable evidence of its effects on health. But scientists have been studying its main chemical components for the treatment of many medical issues, like the nausea caused by cancer treatments, seizures in children, pain, and different sleep disorders. Before we get into how it affects your sleep, we should probably talk about how it all works. What okay, I'm going to spoiler alert this because I don't want to hear this guy anymore. He basically says that it ruins your sleep and it's terrible and you shouldn't smoke, especially before bed. Does he have any sources to back this up? No. But it's under yeah. science videos on YouTube. Sounds like science to me. <laughs> we have blunts here. I don't have any good. I don't have any. I, I was thinking about clipping some Pineapple Express because like, I bet there's some good stuff in there. I don't have any good weed. None of this is good. None of them are good. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, man. Look how happy that baby is. Everyone would be losing their shit right now. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of any of the scientists that I heard talking about dreams. I feel like we're doing a way better job. Yeah, I've never really got any interesting discussion, even in the psychology courses about like sections that I took about dreams. It was always like such basic bitch type of dream stuff, you know? Yeah. Like I have three clips on nightmares that i won't even bore you with because it, well, it was funny though because one scientist was like nightmares can cause stress and they and if you're having nightmares you really have some issues you need to work out because the nightmares are going to take years off your life and then there's this other like sleep specialist that's like nightmares are actually the best dreams you can have and they're super important oh <laughs> and, and uh they're like how you work out your issues in the real world it is like three different science like dream specialists or sleep specialists rather on talking about nightmares and they all had a completely different take on on it and that they were sounds all, about right yeah none of them were interesting though that was the problem the only interesting part is that they were all full of shit yeah uh, that's the problem is that these people will just like tell you so matter of factly like it's like the fucking textbook that they were told and so now it's like concrete truth yeah it's like that's yeah, a problem with all man, science just like leave your yeah. body and stuff and what's what's the fuck's that all about you know <laughs> so what's that all about what is that <laughs> um yeah, I was wondering where Caleb was. He uh, puked, and so he oh, is damn. not. I don't know if he's sick or drunk, but he was like, "Man, I gotta go up." Dude, I, last podcast, I got hammered and puked on the back porch when Hotel Boy that was on here. I was just I'm hammered. I was, it was bad. It was bad, dude. It was like I haven't puked from drinking in a while. That night I was just drinking like. Well, you look at that one over there. <laughs> High grab IPAs and vodka don't mix. No, sir. Dude, I can't even come close to drinking like I used to. 
Same. I used to work in Speaking bars of which, shit, uh, you know? so it was like tolerance was just part of work, you know. Speaking so of which, I've gone an hour without a beer on this podcast. Uh-oh. I'll be right back. Grab one. He's going to go get a y'all, beer. Y'all talk amongst yourself. Oh, is he getting nose beers? You want the nose beers? The sugar? The tea? The cola? <laughs> you went to sex to see? Uh, Rosie Posey. The beans? The disco biscuits? Do not tell me you've come here looking for pot. <laughs> no. You better not have come here looking for pot. Everyone's an expert. You're a wet dream? Yeah. I mean, I've woken up wet. I guess it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I've woken up moist. I've never known. Often. Like, it's almost just how I wake up, even if I didn't have an erotic dream. Just wet and ready to go? Yeah, ready to start the day. It's very slippery and very hot. Very hot. But I've definitely woken up turned on from dreams before. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, I feel like most of my sexual dreams are, like, orgy. Like, <laughs> yes. Orgy oceans, like mm-hmm. oceans of orgies going on. Whoa! Yeah, there's just so many people right who, you don't even <laughs> don't even know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's we're. I guess we're similar in that way. So, uh, y'all drinking on anything tonight? I have Smoking. a bottle of Glenlivet that we're just drinking right out of the bottle, like total savage. Nice. <laughs> Glenlivet Twelve. It's that double oak. It's tasty. I'm drinking a Sweetwater IPA because that's all I had in the fridge. I had a weird dream like two nights ago where I saw an animal crossover, which I've never experienced in a dream before. At first, like this, I was in a motel room and we were visiting someone and this spider came out from underneath the bed and it was pretty big. It was maybe like, five inches in diameter and tall, like three inches tall. And I was just like, wow, look at that spider. Not scared or anything of it. But then I noticed it had these like decent sized eyeballs on the front. And as I took a closer look, I saw that it had the head of a snake. So I was like, what is going on? And I started walking toward it and like get down on my hands and knees to like inspect it. And Spence was in my dream, and he's like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so I got back, and then the snake head, like, stretched out from the spider's abdomen. And, like, the whole snake body just came out of the snake, but, like, the very end was the snake body. And the legs were, like, still moving as the front was slithering along. So weird. But it wasn't, it didn't, I, like, it didn't give me any scary feelings. It was just kind of cool. Yeah, some of the some of the dreams that like shouldn't freak me out that much have been the freakiest. Like I was talking about, where like you can't realize you talk and no words come out, or you can't move. Oh the yeah, one, those are the tough. ones that have like should have been the freakiest. Like where I get killed or stabbed or shot, like right. or eaten alive. I've had those. Those ones usually don't freak me out. And I don't know why, but I had one yeah. the other night. I made this mistake because. It's been like two weeks now. I have barely been able to hear out of my left ear. 
and I don't know why. I think it's just like some kind of like clogging or something. I've never had it happen. So eventually I'm going to have to go to like a, whatever they call an ear doctor if something doesn't change. But I I, uh, made the mistake the other night of going on WebMD and looking up what would cause that, which is like a horrible Uh idea. (laughs) Because it was like, it was like basically like either um, you just have uh, a harmless clog in your ear or you have worms in your ear and if you don't get it treated they could get into your brain through like the paper thin bone that's at the end of your ear and eat your brain i was like oh great so like well, i've often thought that he maybe is a little autistic <laughs> so that night i'm sleeping and i have like i have this dream that and i thought it was real at the time used to like it I have this dream that all these like worms are like sprouting out through my like arms and my face and just coming out of my body. And at first I'm terrified, but like the dream went on so long that I just learned to live with it. And I'm like, oh, it's all right. Damn you, WebMD. <laughs> but Messing it's just, up our dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird though that how, how like... Uh, like certain like things that would like in real life just be the worst possible scenario. Like in a dream, you're like, eh, I'll get over it. Yeah. Dreams are strange for sure. You have to have deep, comprehensive intelligence. <laughs> Cause What's you got a one inch pecker. <laughs> <laughs> What's the earliest dream you can remember? For me, that's a good question. I would say that I had this dream. Oh God, it had something to do with me being in the woods, right? And then there were like, there was a full moon, and then all these wolves were like appearing out of nowhere. Like you could hear them howling at first, and then they were like kind of coming closer. And I thought they were like menacing at first, but then it like they kind of like circled around me and then we like kind of paraded off together in the woods and we just like ended up like kind of running through the woods with all these wolves. It was really weird because it went from like super menacing. They were all like coming for me growling to like, I was like leading them kind of through the woods and it ended like on a real bright note. I don't really remember it much. How old do you think you were when you had that? Christ, I was probably like three or four, like super young, probably three. Yeah, I'm thinking the earliest one is that one I already, that reoccurring one where I would be chased through this building and get to the roof and then get pushed off the roof. I must have had that dream like 30 times, probably. Damn. More. That's the earliest one I remember. And it literally sure. at the end of it, if I, if, if I didn't wake up before I got pushed off, every time I got pushed off, I would hit the ground next to my bed when I woke up. So crazy. <laughs> It's not really a dream, but you ever have like sleep vertigo where you like wake up and you feel like the bed's sideways and you're about to like spill out of it and you just like grab the bed like what the fuck and then you realize which way's up. No, that's crazy. Is that just me? I've had like where you like the sensation of falling and you jerk in bed like when you're falling asleep and you're like, oh, yeah, but that's I've experienced that. I've done that too. Or sometimes, oh shit. When you're just like falling asleep and you're not really asleep yet, you ever have a dream that you're like 
driving, but then like right into fucking head on traffic and it oh like jerks you because you're just about to smash into something or something. Dude, like I have had the worst. Or... I have had the worst driving dreams ever. I've had so many bad dreams. Like that's I was talking about like horrible things happening and not being scared when you should be. Like the driving yeah. dreams yeah. are pretty bad. Like I had yeah, one I that. that I went into a store and had forgotten to put. And the worst thing about these is like, you think it's real while it's happening. Like your brakes don't yeah. work and or like, yeah. you know, so I had one where like I went to a store, but had forgotten to put my car in park. Oh, no. So like literally every single, it, like I look outside of my truck, it's just, just running into every other car, like going on a rampage, just running people over. And then it just runs, like smashes through the, into the store and is like running everybody over. And I was like, <laughs> Fucking, like, just I, I don't even remember what I did in that dream. I think I just ran away and like was hiding from the law or something because I was like, I didn't put my car in park, oh, or like shit. where your brakes don't work and your steering wheel doesn't work. Like that shit's horrible. I've definitely woken up on occasions and been just like overwhelmed with gratefulness at being awake and that oh, none of that fucking bullshit that I thought yeah. I had to deal with was actually real at all. Yeah. Oh man. I used to get, I called them jazz mares. I worked at this restaurant called Jazz. And like the guy in the opening clip was saying about how you like dream you're at work. God yeah. damn it, dude. I'd have fucking dreams where I'm like working the whole time. I'm like getting my ass kicked on tables at this restaurant. And then you fucking like finally wake up after like, because like right before you wake up, it's like your shift is done and like things die down and you're like about to do your close side work or whatever the fuck and yeah. then you wake up and you're like have to be at work in like four hours and you're like, yeah exactly what the fuck well yeah he says something like it's so it's bad angry. enough you gotta work for minimum wage now they get through your dreams for free it's fucking yeah, so tough because you spend so, so much time so at a place you start dreaming about it and that's just yep. the worst dude God, i had damn, a dream i, had, I was working as a cook in a restaurant for a while, and I had a dream that, like, for some, this is so stupid. So I live in Tennessee, so like, I had I had this dream that our restaurant's like a local, locally owned restaurant. I had this dream that for some reason the restaurant moved to Australia, <laughs> so I was flying to Australia to go to work and then come home every day. And this like it was over the course of like a couple weeks in this dream, and I for some reason this completely made sense to me while I was dreaming. Then I woke up, and this is like the best thing about dreams is when you wake up and you have to sit there in your bed and think for a second like is that real did that really happen yeah and then i'm like wait no i don't work in australia <laughs> oh man sometimes like you're saying the dream takes a while like i've had dreams that were like a month or two mm -hmm. where when you're waking up you're like okay that was a dream but then you're trying to remember like how much of it was a dream you're like fuck how long did that go back right you have to like reorient yourself with everything God, so you some retarded? of the ones, too. Close. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard <laughs> alert, class! I know you're half retarded. Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. I love confrontation, bro. I fucking savor it. Juice rock! I love juice! Oh, oh boy. 
on the same kind of level of the jazz mares, I still sometimes will have a dream of being like in high school again. And you're just like in the hallways and it's like, fuck, I don't know. It's like either second or third hour and you don't even know what class is next. And you're like, and then as you're trying to figure out what class is next, you realize, fuck, I don't even know like what work I've done. I'm probably behind on this assignment. I probably don't even have. And then you think about your semester and then you get really irritated because you're like, God damn it. I thought I was done with all of this shit. <laughs> I thought for sure I was already through this shit. And then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking tired still. Dude, when I was in, uh, like, I must have been between the age of like 10 and 13, like leaving elementary school, going to, or I guess leaving uh, just in the like beginning of middle school, I guess, or throughout middle school, I guess. I don't know what, it's, I've been out of high school so long, I don't remember what the age brackets are. But whatever it was, like between the end of elementary school and starting middle school, I used to have dreams all the time that I, uh, like the stereotypical thing where it's like somehow I ended up naked at school and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, how did this happen? And I'm like trying to like find clothes to put on because some for some unknown reason, I found myself naked at school. I had a couple of those dreams. I've I've had a few naked <laughs> in like this place you're not supposed to be naked in. But yeah. Literally every time it's ever happened, I've just been like, all right, well, fuck, I guess I'm a naked here. Like I just like gone with it. Yeah. I was raised by very, very, I was raised in a very strict Christian household. So at that time in my life, that was like the worst thing that I could do was be naked in public. Well, not the worst thing I could do, but pretty bad. (laughs) Top five. Yeah. (laughs) I think you guys. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I feel like I've been talking way too much. I need to hear from Dame DeLorean tonight. Okay. Well, uh, the first dream I remember is like a tie. There's two, and I think they came from around the same time period. Um, But one was that I was in the North Pole. I had found the North Pole, and I was going to meet Santa. (laughs) And I was so excited. And I got to his door, and I could see through the windows. And it was like straight out of a Barney Christmas special inside. And I knock, and I knock. And he's not answering the door. He comes to the window and he tells me to leave. Santa <laughs> wouldn't let me in. And I'm out in a blizzardy cold North Pole. And I woke up crying, legitimately crying. <laughs> I was probably around three with that one. And the second dream that was right around that same time for sure was that I was sitting on the end of a dock with some boy that was like my age and we were fishing. And it was just a super tranquil dream. And I was still Spence. I'm like, that was you. Because <laughs> I've never forgotten that one. How old were you for that one? I was probably around three to five. Real little. I wish I could. I don't remember anything from, I don't know, what. maybe my brains broke from all the abuse I've put it through. But I don't remember it. dreams or just regular memories from before four or five. Stuff there's, I mean, there's not many that I have that I can like pull up. <laughs> yeah, I I think I have the benefit that we used to watch a lot of home movies, mm. and we used we used to make them, but then we used to watch them like frequently. So like a lot of my earliest memories 
I experienced and then I reinforced them by watching them. Right. So I think I just remember them a lot better. That makes sense. But I have some early S memories for sure. I also started talking pretty early. Like when I was two, I could talk full sentences to people. Like, yeah. Like kids that freak you out type Like children of the corn shit. Basically. Nice. I was like a super nerd when I was little. You're like reading newspapers and stuff. Mm hmm. Like how like how old were you when you were reading newspapers? Probably like four. Holy five. shit. Like before I went to kindergarten for sure. I was playing with like yeah. toy trucks and dinosaurs at that age. I did that too. I did like I uh I wish I still had this. I, a couple years back I found like some it must have been like it was intricate for how old I was. I was like seven years old and I found like a stack of like 30 issues of a comic book series that I was drawing when I was like seven. Nice. It's like, ah, oh, I hope I still have those. They're probably somewhere in storage, but I was like, holy shit. I had totally forgotten about it. See, I never read like comic books and serials. I was always into like strips and one panels and like single panels were my favorite. I just found a big like, Cartoon morgue in the basement of my dad's place with like all my old dumb ideas. Dude, the Far Side, you remember that? Yeah, Gary that Larson, was one of my favorites. That shit was Far Side cool. was always my number one, and then Calvin and Hobbes was my number two. Yeah, those are both great. But what could be better than the Far Side? This book, uh, it's called Prehistory of the Far Side, and it's just all about like Gary Larson's beginnings and how he became uh cartoonist and all that stuff and then like also some of like the weirder stuff that he's gone through in his career and like some hate mail that he's got and different things really interesting book if you're into the far side yeah I might it's also got a sure. few like uh cartoons that either were censored for some reason or they didn't make it or like some ideas that were just flat out rejected so like, he's hmm. got like some that are just like never before published in there I haven't looked at any of my, I, I have a couple books. I haven't opened them up in forever, but I remember like the first, cause I was a kid, like little kid and I love Farside. And I remember the first one I saw in color was like, not just a single panel. It was like something yeah. to do with like this. I don't remember how long it was, but some story about Elvis driving a horse covered wagon or a covered horse. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. Now I'm thinking about Farside. I'm going to have a dream. Hopefully I'll dream about far side tonight. Talk to Gary Larson. Bunch of cows or something. <laughs> Bummer of a birthmark. Hal was like a common colloquial phase and phrase in my family, which is the caption on a, of a car, a far side comic. It's basically two deer. And one of the deer has like a bullseye target on his belly. And then the other deer is saying, bummer of a birthmark, Hal. <laughs> but that was just like what my dad would always say if something sucked, you know? Or if like you didn't get your way, he'd be like, nah, bummer of a birthmark, Hal. That's a great, that's a great phrase. I might borrow that. Yeah, bring it back, Spence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stealing, stealing it from Gary Larson, not me. I just remember all the like, it's been years since I've even looked at Farsa, but I remember all the like real absurd, like mad scientists stuff 
Mm-hmm. There's like, <clears throat> there's one that always comes to mind. It's like these two, like, I guess they were scientists or something. They got white coats on. And this one dude just looks like fucked <laughs> up, like more fucked up than a regular far side character. It's like his face <laughs> is just like gnarled and mashed. And he's got these like huge glasses and his teeth are bigger than his mouth. And he's like, <laughs> just like, just like a mutilated looking defective person. And he's like looking at this voice recording. He's like playing it back. He's like, does my voice really sound like that? And it's like not even a joke, but shit like that would just like fucking crack me up as a kid with the far side. Just like absurdist. Like, yes. And the, the way it's visually delivered is just so clutch. Yeah. Because it's not like he's some genius artistic talent necessarily. Like yes and no, but it's not about like the intricacy of the what's going on. Yeah, I was into that like as early as five or six. So when I was like seven making my comics, there was definitely some Gary Larson inspiration in some of the drawings I was making. Here's the I found that book I was talking about. And there's a section of rejected cartoons. The following cartoons were all immediately rejected by my editors. In most cases, their decision to do so probably saved my career. People who think I already pushed the limits of good taste may want to skip this section. (laughs) Here's one. Figure this one out. When I originally drew and submitted this cartoon, the ants were carrying an older man. That's it. Everything else was identical. The cartoon came back to me unused with the words, no thanks, written across it from my editor. I waited a few weeks, and then I resubmitted the cartoon, only this time with a baby substituted for the old man. And then they accepted it. I'm still scratching my head about that one. And so the comic appearing below it, there's just like a line of ants. And on their back is this huge, goofy looking baby smiling. And then this one ant sticking out of the ant hole just is saying, you idiots will never get that thing down the hole. And that's it. So they like rejected the one where it was an old man. And then they like, the but the baby one was fine. That reminds me of what the uh, this after um, the South Park movie, like the the uh, there's some kind of documentary about this, not just about South Park, but about how bullshit the movie rating system is, how it's like a bunch of anonymous parents or whatever, oh, yeah, and just how arbitrary it is. Yeah, so like the they it took him forever to get the South Park movie down from NC-17 to rated R, hmm. and so after doing that. Uh, when that movie came out, they they learned kind of the tips and tricks of it. And so what they did for Team America World Police to make sure that it wouldn't be a nightmare for them to get an R rating instead of an NC-17, they made it way over the top because the censors at the like place that does all the movie ratings and decides they, it's like they don't they feel better about themselves and like they're worth their job is worth something if they get stuff taken out of the movie to get the to get it approved. For the rating yeah so like the sex scene with the puppets they made it like 10 times longer and 10 times worse and had all this like you know like she's like shitting in his mouth and there's like anal and she's like you know all this like crazy they made the puppet sex scene like way crazier that way like the censors would focus on that and yeah and they wouldn't pick out like take out something that they wanted to stay in the movie that was an old strategy that may west used to use when she started getting censored really heavily yeah in like the 40s. It's smart. She'd just like go past where she wanted to be. Just a classic negotiation tactic, you know? 
start off like with full like unreasonable demands and then walk it back to something that you wanted the whole time that seems much more reasonable now you know that's uh that's probably another thing you about know what it, I'm talking about? <laughs> no 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 that now that i'm thinking <laughs> about it, that's probably a tactic as old as history itself yeah it goes back to bartering and yeah well, shit. well, that sounds um, about retail. What can you do me for? <laughs> in the 70s, I, had, I was fucking 25 fat girls to get them to go get diet pills. All the fat girls in town was over at my house. <laughs> I said, baby, go on over there and get them pills now and come on back over here. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> well, that was loaded in hot. Yeah, Holy shit. We are a hot country. Hey, is this fucking, what are we doing over here? <laughs> is that a Zindu? Yeah. Nice. Dude, I, uh, this is a, this is kind of a stupid story. Back when, back when I was smoking and drinking a lot more, probably. I, uh, <clears throat> for like, it, at least a couple months listening to Nick the Rat and then listening to Darren do the pre-streams, I had convinced myself that Darren O'Neill was Zindu on Nick the Rat Radio. I was yeah, like, it's got to be him. I, I was, was like, sure of it. Really? Yep. You're not just yanking my chain? No, I swear no. to God, I thought for a, like, a long time it was Darren. Oh, and I'm glad like, I'm not the only one that thought that. I only just thought it to myself, and I just kind of had been like, oh, yeah, it's got to be Darren. And it wasn't <laughs> like, Lorian was like, I thought it was Nick. And then I would like listen, and I'm like, ooh. Because it's like the same like word choice decisions and cadences and pauses will be happening, even though there's nothing similar in the voice at all. Like the filters done well enough to where you're like. And then what really sold it to me was like he had like a mid sentence burp or something, and I was like, oh geez, that's that's the tell. Yeah, well, well, because when Nick came on our podcast, it was like early on, and. uh I was still not sure. Who, like I, I was like, I didn't think it was Nick. At that point, I realized it wasn't Darren, but I wasn't sure who it was. And then, like, just on the fly, as soon as I brought up Zindu, like Nick was just like having a conversation as Zindu, and I was like, "Holy yep. shit!" That's when. That's why I was like, "It's fucking Nick." I mean, it's not it's like not allegedly. True. I mean, I can't. It's I don't so want to well, blow his cover. I don't want to blow his cover. It's allegedly, so well done, dude. It's so well done, dude. Yeah, master. Nick's a Nick's a national treasure. Yes. Fuck Zindu though. Zindu. He's an asshole. Just mad because you don't have that many dicks. <laughs> this is uh this was from when we were ha- we were we were fucked up when Nick was on, but my friend was just drunk at the house, happened to be playing cornhole, so he ended up being the main guy talking to Nick, and I got a bunch of clips of him talking to Nick. If, if I had a fucking animal, that, oh, okay, if I had a fucking chick that was dressed up as an animal, he didn't even ask me if I had to fuck him, but obviously I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> if I had, so what I'm taking it as, if I had a fucking chick that was dressed up as an animal, it would definitely, 100%, without a doubt, no questions asked, be a fox. What the fuck is going on? 
Oh, uh, well, I think uh, I think you're gonna really enjoy the uh, outro I made for this episode, or maybe you won't. I kind of threw it together this morning, but I think you will. You want me to go I ahead and play us out? Plug your sure. uh, plug plug bowl after bowl dot com. I'm gonna have the OnlyFans linked. I'm gonna have that link in the show notes of the episode. Bowl after bowl dot com dot com. <laughs> I bowl was, after bowl it made it better when adam read abs in a six-pack as abs in a six-pack i was like yeah okay. i heard that you guys play that clip it's like that great and i heard him say it too but <laughs> yeah that's good stuff um but yeah is there any what else what else should i link what else we got to what else we got going on in the world of bowl that's, after bowl that's kind of what what the deal is we do the show live on tuesdays at 10 central and then we usually show post the show the same night, so it'd be like way late in the early in the morning. But last night I broke my whole website, so I had to wait till the day to post it. But then uh, we do a video feed on the OnlyFans too, and then the other erotic art and such. Hell yeah! Like a new today, really a subscription is what you're getting, plus bonus goodies, plus the live video stream. Love the show. So it's like a win-win-win. Yeah. Wait, that's three wins. You're going to be sick of winning. You're going to say, Mr. President, please, <laughs> we can't we can't keep winning like this. We are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. <laughs> yeah, next time. How uh, stupid have we been? <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, next time, uh, you guys got to come on again next time. Um, we'll all be here. Today was kind of weird as I'm missing two, yeah. two co-hosts, but... I think this is the first, uh, maybe outside of Nick the Rat, early on, like twenty episodes ago. This is probably the first episode that didn't involve political stuff or conspiracy theories. So this was <laughs> this was cool. Dream. Nice. All right. Well, thanks again, Spencer, Dame Delorean. I'm gonna I'm gonna play us out with this ending mix I made because. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna end the show. We're ending it. Pull the plug. <laughs> Fuck this. That's bull. It's not stupid at all. Pinkerton, you explain the logic and I'll provide the background. All right. Look, it is possible to enter into someone else's dreams. Send dream trackers to go into a person's subconscious like a spy seeing their dreams as they see them, perhaps even planting ideas. If one person is regressing deeply enough, the dream can actually envelop those dreaming around the first person I talked about who was dreaming. And then, everyone in the dream would be in danger of never coming back. Cheers. Cheers. You know I'm a dreamer. Mostly nightmares though. I gotta fall asleep high. So my dreams will go slow. It was real wet and long A dream that you called And left a voicemail for Bowl after bowl Call 816-607-3663 And they'll play your voicemail on Bowl after bowl
Right now they're all trapped in a dream. We need to go in and put them under so they can go into a dream within a dream. Why? Because in the dream within a dream, we can protect them from getting to limbo. What's that? Empty, scary dream space. So like a nightmare? No, like a nightmare within a nightmare. Why can't you wake up from that? You can, but someone inside the dream has to kick you awake from the nightmare. That doesn't sound very difficult. It is. Why? Ah, we don't have time for this! Okay, fine. So you're gonna take my son to a dream within the dream, and then what? Then we go into your husband's dreams. Okay. But your husband will think we're in Hasselback's dreams. Okay, wait, who's Hasselback? I am. Okay. Wait, no! Why do we need a football player? Sometimes thoughts of my dead wife manifest themselves as trains! Are you all saying that you can go into a dream and take people in that dream into their own dreams? Not all the time, just this once, and maybe one other time. It's so complex and cool! Just because an idea is overly convoluted and complex doesn't make it cool! Going to multiple dream levels sounds like a really stupid idea! Oh... Dad! It happened again! More of my creamy goo came out. Oh, well, uh, that's okay, Butters. Remember what we talked about? Sometimes our happy, creamy feeling just gets so full it comes out at night. I was having happy dreams about a girl. All right, Butters, it's, it's happy feelings. Let's just not talk about it. Okay, Dad. While you're asleep, involuntary ejaculations will sometimes occur when your genitals become stimulated by your clothes or sleeping position, resulting in orgasm and ejaculation. Every time I wake up in bed I check my drawers and I shake my head It happened again More pants ruin Doesn't mean a thing Everybody creams their pants Blush you have after orgasm. Every night it's happened for ages. Take my pee hole shut, but the goose still uncages. It's sad but true. All my underpants. Ruined by goo. The dream one night it whipped me last night. It whipped me to the left and whipped me to the right. The dream was made every day. Maybe tomorrow I'll wake up with dry pants one day. Wet dreams are normal. However, excessive wet dreams may need to be addressed by a doctor. Talk to your doctor. If you still have questions, your doctor can reassure you about wet dreams and what is normal. Call or make an appointment. Raise your concerns. <laughs> wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream.
Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. Wet dream. So you're saying that all those people in there are somehow trapped in one person's dream? Yes, and so that's why I called the fire department. I don't know where else to turn. But wait, if those people got stuck in there, why wouldn't we? It's very simple. You see. When the dream experts go in, they attempt to take the subject to a dream within a dream. Like a taco within a taco? A double-decker taco supreme. Exactly. But only dream spies have the ability to go deeper into dream levels, and firemen have the ability to bring ladders into other people's dreams. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. How could you take a ladder into a dream? Because the fireman dreams aren't like dreams at all. They're more like a dream within a matrix within a dream. Somebody order a pizza? No. Probably one of them in the dream. All right, I'm going in. Look, if we can get the fire department into the counselor's dream, then we can jump everyone down at least another six dream levels. That way, we'll be in the counselor's deepest level of subconscious. And it will be like a taco inside a taco within a Taco Bell that's inside a KFC within a mall that's inside your dream! You son of a piece of garbage! I hate you! My listeners hate you! And remember that scumbag forever. It's we not racist, it's a fact! <laughs>